0: Today is a great day to start your own podcast, whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be way cool to have your own talk show. I promise you, podcasting is an easy, fun, and inexpensive way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Just think, within minutes of finishing your recording, you would be able to upload and list your show on multiple major podcast directories, such as Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and more. I promise you, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you to succeed. So... Come join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. And when you follow the link in the show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know I sent you to them. And you will get a $20 Amazon card when you sign up for a paid plan. So go ahead and get started expressing yourself with your own podcast show. Welcome back, family, to our Joy in the Mist of It All podcast show. I am your host, Amina Amarachi. This time of year is one that can be filled with life, light, joy, laughter, community, and celebration. Yet for many of late, it has also been one that is filled with sadness, sorrow, anxiety, depression, longing, uncertainty, and isolation. Yet each of these emotionally filled moments serve as a call for us to be more patient, loving, kind, understanding, and compassionate with ourselves and each other as we unearth, navigate, and integrate the hidden lessons and blessings those gifts them all. Each of us is on a journey that has had and continues to have many twists, turns, tribulations, trepidations, and triumphs. I call these our junctures along the path we call life. For me, having supported our dad as his full-time family caregiver, there have been many times when I too experienced these emotional junctures. All I could muster up in those moments was a resounding, give us strength, Lord, give us strength. So, with reverence and honor for those of us who have laid loved ones to rest, both past and present, I pray that we all find our way to embrace that which is greater within and amongst us to carry us through this and every season all while calling forth those moments of fond memories experienced with those who have gone on to their next journey so that we may celebrate them by sharing those moments with each other while we are still traveling along our individual, familial, community, and globally connected way. Now, let's continue our journey. Some of the many pivots that occurred while I was caring for our dad was the record number of family transitions, of which many of those loved ones were on his side of the family. From 2013 through 2017 alone, we laid to rest at least 50 loved ones, aunts, uncles, cousins, parents, grandparents, church members, and friends including our dad and three of his siblings additionally as the family historian and as the matriarch within our immediate family's household line representing our parents i felt responsible for attending as many homegoings as possible just as our parents had yet as you will see self-care especially while you're serving as a full-time caregiver may require that you pivot from what has always been done a certain way in your family for your own health and well-being. Today's episode, Give Us Strength, Lord, Being the Bearer of Sad News, the year 2013, the date December the 6th, which was the same day that both our auntie and Nelson Mandela passed on. It is also four days before the anniversary of my mom's eldest brother's passing and five days before our mom's birthday. Rest in peace, filled power, family. The scene, receiving a call that one of our dad's younger sisters had transitioned and the weight I felt about having to tell him while he was navigating his own Alzheimer's journey. The story. The time leading up to having to make a decision regarding whether to tell our dad that one of his younger sisters had passed on, you know, one of his hanging out the Waffle House Coffee drinking, head tilted back, cackling as they reminisced about the good old days, road tripping, cruise traveling baby sisters was a challenging one indeed and indeed. Our dad had experienced his more than fair share of strokes during his Alzheimer's journey, for which it was like a game of chicken and egg, you know, which caused which first. Had the initial stroke caused the Alzheimer's? or the Alzheimer's caused the strokes. I will leave that for you to research and decide. Let's just say many days were spent in the emergency room and over the years, a plethora of hospital stays, for which Dad always seemed to be admitted over the holiday weekend, Hmm. you know, when not much could get done, except for me to continually be an activist advocate for him while he and his God worked out his own recovery. The call that I received came probably less than a few hours after the last time I was blessed to be able to see, visit with, and spend time with our auntie and be there with and for our family before she and God chose the next leg of their journey together. I called my siblings later on. Though the exact moment or time of day, I couldn't even tell you. It was a blur. All I knew for sure, deep in my bones, was that our daddy, who was being cared for at a nursing home for veterans at that time, I'll tell you more about that transition in a future episode, did not need to hear this news from anyone except us. I also knew having witnessed how God allowed our daddy to be in his right mind when our mom transitioned and when his older sister also on the Alzheimer's journey was brought back into her right mind so that she would understand that her baby sister was not going to get better, nor was she going home. That stepping aside and allowing God to be God is one of the most powerful things to witness while traversing this thing we call life. So, I contacted the place that was caring for our dad, and I informed them of the following. A, not to say anything to him at all. Let us be the ones to tell him. B, have him up, dressed, and ready for us to pick him up at 6 a.m. in the morning. Maybe it was earlier. That too was a blur. On the day that our auntie, daddy's baby sister, was to be laid to rest. And see, we will bring him back when the spirit so moves. No time sooner. The angel that appeared for our family was our now good big sister friend, Lois Searle, who God placed in my life the very year that we had to make a hard decision to move our dad to a nursing home. After picking up our dad at old dark 630 or earlier, I watched our dad sitting quietly in the passenger seat, taking in the early morning ride. Yet I knew him well enough to know that he sensed something was amiss. I began our trip with my youngest sibling in the back seat, by playing some of his favorite gospel music. Then, once I felt grounded and ready, I placed my trust in God to give me the strength to break the news to him and also for God to support him in digesting the news. I said, Daddy? He turned and looked at me and replied, Yes. I began. I have some sad news to tell you. His brows furled as he looked me dead in the face. Your sister Evelyn, she went home to be with the Lord. His countenance shifted, and I witnessed God land the news right smack dab into his spirit, just as it had occurred when our mom transitioned. And then he turned to look out the passenger window as silent tears streamed down his face while the morning sun rose upon arriving in town our big sister friend lois graced us with her home so that we could support our dad in changing out of his traveling clothes and into his sugar-sharp sunday's best in preparation for saying goodbye to and laying his sister to rest. And since we had forgotten to bring dad's Sunday fedora, she allowed us to use one of her dad's fedoras. She too had walked the journey as a full-time caregiver for both of her parents, which her faith in God helped her to navigate both of them simultaneously. We went on to the church We met up with the family and friends, and we celebrated our auntie, Daddy's baby sister. Dad even made his own feelings known as to his love for and his sadness at losing his sister during the service. We then returned to Lois to get our dad ready for the trip back to the nursing home, which was two hours away. Let's just say it was a full day. Stay tuned for more right after our first spotlight moment. This week's first spotlight moment, our dear big sister angel friend, Lois Searles. Have you ever been blessed by God who places a complete stranger in your life who becomes both a big sister and a great friend? Well, I have. Our family has. And that angel is Lois Searles pianist, singer, businesswoman, teacher, lover of adventure, and the finder of great things in some of the most amazing places at a great price. And as you heard, our angel on that day that we needed to navigate getting our dad dressed to attend his baby sister's home going, she was there for us. So, Be grateful for the angels that God places in your life, as we are so grateful for Lois. Thanks, big sis. Much love, light, and turkey delight, your little sisters. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, family. As you can see, angels are everywhere, and God will give you the strength you need to navigate all junctures within the caregiving journey and the journey of life itself. We were blessed to be able to honor our dad rather than make the assumption that because of his Alzheimer's journey, he would not understand nor could participate in life nor loss of the celebration of his sister's life. We all must remember this from a place of compassion and doing unto others as we would desire that they do unto us, regardless of whether they are our children, someone who is walking a unique way of being in life, are challenged by a health condition, or they are our elders. My reflections. My dad and I used to sing this song called, I Don't Know Why, Lord by the Williams Brothers. Even when Dad and I sometimes forgot and made up our own lyrics, this song was one of comfort in the midst of a storm. Whether the junctures in your life leave you sighing or crying, flailing or floundering, lost, confused, deflated, defeated, or overcome, remember that it's okay to get out of God's way. And allow God to strengthen us, take hold of any situation, and make things better by and by. I will leave the link to this song, the lyrics, in the show notes. My insight. Stop trying to do it all alone. Let God strengthen and support you in both expected and unexpected ways. You could wind up with another big sister angel friend for life like we did. Now it's time for our next spotlight moment. Spotlight moment number two is for every stranger who has crossed yours or your family's path and became an angel, even in disguise. You know, those who blessed you and your loved ones when you least expected it. Thank you for all of these angels, for giving folks food when they were hungry, water when they were thirsty, a place to sleep when they had none, compassion and care during a crisis, and regard because we are all deserving of dignity, respect, connection, community, and love, even when we may not admit that it is the very thing that we need. Now, back to our show. Here are my takeaway, tip, tool, and toss. Our takeaway for this week is, depending on your current caregiver bandwidth, be okay with taking a break from everything. And that goes for even if you're not a caregiver. Just to do nothing except be compassionate with yourself and be cared for by God. Even if it means you have to miss a home service, a family trip, a girlfriend outing, or two. That's why we have family and friends, so that we can take turns attending homegoing services, various events, or even hosting family reunions and class reunions, for that matter so that no one person is weighed down or burnt out. Big mama, even though it didn't look like it or she didn't let you see it, she was burned out too, which is why most times you heard her exclaiming, give me strength, Lord, give me strength. This week's tip, when a matriarch or a patriarch of a family passes on, don't let the family fall apart. Don't hide out in little cliques. Don't live life without healing hurts, disagreements, disappointments, and grievances you may have with each other, real or imagined. Each living next in line matriarch and patriarch within a family needs to get on one accord, get together, and collectively pick up the torch that our ancestors have been trying to pass on to us and find ways to bring and keep the collective extended family together so that we see and know each other beyond just showing up at a funeral. And our descendants are then able to go forth. And by witnessing how you carry the torch and as our thanks that we give to those who carried it before us, they will know by our actions how to do so also. This week's tool. Give yourself a one-hour praise fest with your favorite healing, soothing, uplifting, strengthening, and fond memory-jogging songs that you shared with your loved ones who've passed on. Go on now. Enjoy yourself a song fest like nobody's watching. And even if they were, just don't care and do it anyway. Invite them to join you. It's good for your spirit and keeps your long gone loved ones close to your heart. This week's toss, choose one activity that you and your loved one who passed on used to enjoy doing together. And share it with a young one in the family. Be it a child, grandchild, cousin, or friend. Age appropriately, of course. Modify as needed, but carry forth a tradition anew. In closing, I'd like to take this time to thank you all, both seasoned followers and anew, for spending your time with me on today's Joy in the Mist of It All journey. Take a moment this season to be compassionate with yourself. Then take a moment to connect with someone else and show compassion for them. Take a moment to tap the button on your favorite podcast streaming platform to tune in and follow the show. We release an episode every second and fourth Thursday of each month. Okay? Also, go ahead and tag a family caregiver and tell them one thing that you learned today that will support you and maybe them in moving through the caregiving journey with more ease. Then blaze a trail on over to my podcast website for the show notes, transcripts, and links. And if your heart so leads, you can tip me what I like to call a cup of Joe, a jolt of encouragement and support, over at Buy Me a Cup of Coffee. My preference is tea, though. You can see the link in the show notes. I am your host, Amina, and I want you to be blessed and less stressed. Why? Because yours and their lives depend on it. Have a great day.